Chronicles of the Awakened is an ongoing story-based podcast and is a work of fiction. It is based on the novels of J.A. Larocque. You can find this podcast on Himalaya, Spotify, and iTunes. And now, Chapter 35, The Contingency Plan. I was a human soul that was allowed to live here with the angels, Gabriel began. I was only allowed in certain places, but was able to watch as they observed humanity from here. Then one day I lost consciousness, and when I awoke, I was on Earth, alive. I thought it was some form of reincarnation. I believe the angels grew tired of me, so they sent me back. However, there was another feeling inside of me, something that told me there was something wrong and I started investigating events on Earth to see if I could find any information on what had happened to me. Months went by and I found nothing that would lead me back. I was prepared to accept it and go on with my new life when I lost consciousness and I awoke back here. Except this dimension had changed physically and all the angels had disappeared with no trace that I could find. What was once a massive world was now this small island that you see around you. The library where I was never allowed now had an energy field surrounding it. The only building that remained was this tower where the angels conducted their private research. So I searched this building from head to toe and I read all that I could from their archives and within them I found a way to take newly deceased human souls and bring them here. From there, he began to recruit souls based on their life energy levels, Chase interjects. While there was no proof at the time, Gabriel believed it was possible the demons had a final war with the angels and the two sides killed each other. Even though this area had changed, there was no evidence of a war, at least not a war we were used to seeing. Learning about the creation of the angelics and a war between the gods, angels, and demons does not strike the memories of his mother from Vincent's mind. In fact, learning about the existence of beings of energy sheds light on the actions of his mother. Since his retrieval, Vincent has become able to recall memories of his childhood more clearly. He recalled his mother's paranoia about being watched and that people were looking for her. Vincent considers the possibility that his mother was aware of the angels. Just as quickly as Vincent considers the possibility, he strikes it from his mind. Gabriel had said nothing about the direct interaction between the angels and humans. Vincent realizes even if they were observing humanity, they would not watch him or his mother. My fear was that there could be demons left alive and that they would begin taking human souls directly, Gabriel continues. I believe the information I found was made and left specifically for me. Perhaps I was removed to spare me and rebuild the campus in case the angels lost. Again, this is speculation. We do not know what happened to the angels. What we do know is, during the retrieval of the first angelic, Naveen, we encountered a demonic. Soon we learn that like us, 
Their side had human souls that were tasked with capturing other human souls and hunting us. I, I don't understand why, Vincent asks. If the gods want human souls and the demons don't care about us, why would any human help them? That was not the question Vincent wanted to ask. He wanted to ask how someone could join the demonics willingly. Chase had told him that demonics force human souls to fight for them, but there are some who choose to join them willingly. Again, the thought of his own mother and what she did to him rings in Vincent's mind. Vincent asks himself, was his mother evil or was her mind broken and in a sense she was forced to do what she did like a demonic shell? Sometimes evil has no reason, Chase says as if speaking from personal experience. The demonics we have seen care only about themselves and the power they have. It's not clear if they were lied to in order to get them to join or just giving them their power and setting them loose was enough. That was how it was at first. There is a plan and a planner, Gabriel says. The demonics do capture human souls to increase their power, but there is more to it than just that. We began to notice the demonics turning over souls to the reaper. They would only do this under instruction, and they would need to believe it was worth it to do so. And the Reaper won't help? Vincent asks. No, Chase answers. The Reaper appears to be neutral, even robotic in its actions. It is more of an automated process that only knows to lead souls to the afterlife. Nothing more. There was more to the information I found beyond just retrieval of human souls, Gabriel continued. There were words referring to a human soul with life energy levels that could surpass anything we have ever seen before. This being would not only be able to stop the demonics, but open the gateway to the realm of the twin gods. The library, Vincent says, lowering his head. It's in there isn't it? It was what Vincent was waiting to hear. The fact that his death at the hands of his own mother could lead to a real purpose, a chance to do good, to help people. The fear within Vincent slowly subsides as he realizes that he's an important part of what the angelics are doing, an important part to what is to come. Gabriel and Chase look at each other, surprised by Vincent's revelation. Gabriel especially is surprised about the events leading Vincent to him, making him believe even more that Vincent could be the person he has been looking for. Chase walks over to Vincent and kneels down next to him, taking him by the arm. She remembers being told the same thing. However, with her, she was never told that she was special. Chase's goal at the time was to avenge the suffering caused by the demonics. She felt her power was given to her to bring vengeance, not to open gateways. We aren't sure of that, Chase begins. Our main goal is to protect human souls and make sure they make it to the afterlife safely. Second to that, we have to stop the demonics and find out who is leading them. Everything else can wait until then. 
We need your strength, Vincent, Gabriel says. There is much more to tell you, but it will need to come later. You are powerful. I can feel that within you. But it is an untapped power. Without training and guidance, it is useless. With your help, we can defeat the demonics, but joining is a one-way trip. Vincent lifts his head and looks at Gabriel. One way? Retrieved souls cannot pass on to the afterlife, Chase says. Perhaps if we do find the twin gods, that could change. But for now, we can never enter the afterlife dimension. If we die, our life energy is scattered to the void. This is why the decision has to be yours, Vincent. We can modify your life energy, essentially wiping your memories of us, and that would allow us to take you to the Reaper, and from there you can enter the afterlife. But once you join us, there is no turning back. You need to be sure you... I'll help you, Vincent says standing. I don't understand everything that is happening to me. I admit it scares me more than just a little. I can remember everything and yet it feels as if everything happened decades ago. I'm 10 years old in the body of an adult and I feel and understand things and yet I, I don't feel like I understand anything. Vincent walks to the edge of the room and looks out the window towards the library in the distance. His uncertainty of his abilities and everything that has happened to him comes into a new focus. I understand the energy, the power I felt, Vincent continues. Not just within me, but inside there too. I also understand how Lucia looked at me. I could feel her hatred when she and Chase were fighting. Vincent looks over at Chase. I feel, I think that hatred is inside me too. I can't go back. Chase helped me. She could have died saving me. I can't allow other people to suffer. Not if I can help them. Gabriel nods and presses a button on one of the consoles next to him. We will do whatever it takes to stop the demonics, Vincent, Gabriel says. Chase will be your teacher and show you how to use your power to fight against the demonics as well as save human souls. There will be more forthcoming, but for now, the elevator door opens as Sean exits and walks towards Vincent. Dressed in a green and black military uniform, Vincent takes a step backward, slightly intimidated by the power he can feel coming from him. Sean nods to Chase, then stands at attention in front of Gabriel. This is Sean, one of our former trainers. Gabriel continues. He will take you to our training area and tell you about what you will be learning. I need to speak with Chase, but she will be joining you shortly. Sean turns and walks back towards the elevator. Vincent looks at Chase, who motions with her head to follow Sean. Chase forces out a smile, trying to reassure Vincent, who slowly begins walking towards the elevator. Vincent, Gabriel calls out, causing Vincent to turn around. Thank you. Gabriel and Chase watch as Vincent enters the elevator 
and the doors close in front of him. So, I see the story slightly changes from time to time, Chase says, taking a seat on the edge of Gabriel's desk. There's only so much one can process. Even with his abilities, the information needs to be given out slowly. Besides, what would you have said if we had told you every little detail? Thank you for telling me the whole truth and nothing but? Gabriel scoffs as he presses a series of buttons on his consoles, returning the previous data to his screens. How about you tell me the whole truth about Lucia? She needed to die, Gabriel. I made a mistake. I admit that. But she needed to die. Gabriel turns and looks over the report on Kim's death. Too many have died. And we have just started. This demonic, Gabriel. How have we not gotten any information on it? It's hard to get information when everyone who encounters it dies. Chase shakes her head and stands to leave. Does Kyle know that Kim was killed? Gabriel lowers his head. No. He... He needs to focus on his mission. Chase stops in front of the elevator and shakes her head. It's always about the mission with you. This isn't right. Kyle should know that his wife is dead. The elevator door is open. Chase steps inside as Gabriel continues looking over the information on his screen. I was monitoring the scans Beverly took of Vincent. That and his interaction with the shield around the library needs to be closely monitored. Gabriel turns around and faces Chase. I think he could be the one we are looking for. But after what happened with Xavier, Chase reaches out, stopping the elevator doors as they close. You mean the one you are looking for, Chase interrupts. I like Vincent, and I know he has power, a lot of power. But I also know what happens with that kind of power. We have a connection. Perhaps you planned it that way so I could train him. If he can control his life energy, I promise I will do whatever it takes to make him ready to help us. But if that power inside him turns against us, I will not allow another Xavier to happen. And I will not hesitate to kill him. The elevator doors close. Gabriel turns around and stares ahead through the glass at the library in the distance. No. No, I suppose you wouldn't. Next time. Chapter 36.